0: It happened. It happened. I've been saying it for two long years. You know, I was Googling my tweets. I, I was saying it in the Rockets series. I said the gap is closing on the Warriors. I said unless they make some big free agent um, acquisitions this offseason last off, well, last offseason that they won't be getting a ring this year. And it happened. I said Raptors in six. And what happened? Raptors in Six. I said they go to Oracle one last time and shut it down. And what they do? They, they went to Oracle one last time and shut the arena down. I said it. Uh, I know a little. um, But I don't want to spend my time harping on that. Because, you know, I'm always living in, in the um, future. I don't really you know live in the present. Like, every time something happens, I'm always thinking about, like, what's the next moment after this? Uh, first of all, I want to say uh, prayers up to Clay Thompson. Uh, we found out that he tore his um, ACL last night. Uh, prayers of the clay Thompson but um, today I want to talk about I want to talk about Bob Myers um, you know Bob Myers had the famous quote that you know said that uh, you know his organization and the Warriors are light years ahead of the um, rest of the uh, league well it's time to innovate he gonna have some work to do a lot of work again this is really real life so if y'all heard that my bad again this is real live but anyway he gonna have some work to do. Um, there was a report. Uh, Michael Thompson, who's the uh, Clay Thompson's father, came out and said that Clay 100 percent plans to um resign with the Warriors. So that's probably about like 40 million right there in dead cap. I think his max would probably be like 160, 170, if I'm not mistaken. It's however much money in like probably 40 million in dead cap right there. Uh, Kevin DeRose, well. At earliest, Clay would probably be back late February, but probably I would assume, Jesus. But anyway, but probably I would assume that um, you know, he would uh be out at least for three fourths of the year. But I'm gonna just say I I I personally think that depending on how the season goes, I honestly think you just sit and rest both of them um, uh next year. Uh, KD definitely probably would not be back next year. Um, Like I said, Clay is a maybe, but me personally, I would probably uh, just rest him. Um, But regardless, you're going to have about close to $100 million in dead cap. So dead cap is money on the books that isn't helping you on the court. So you're going to be paying these guys, and they still count towards the salary cap, but they won't be helping you on the court. I don't know if they can get some type of uh they may be able to get some type of hardship thing from the NBA where like they'll give you maybe like 8 million in um cap space that you shouldn't have but they'll give you 8 million because you trying to fill out the roster. So maybe they can apply from that from the league. I don't know, but right now we're going to say that they have $90 million in dead cap and um dead cap, right? Cool. So, what's your next move, Bob? What you going to do? How do you going to fill out the rest of the roster? Draymond's coming up. What you gonna do about Draymond? Do you trade Draymond this offseason? Try to get, you know, some young guys, uh, some some guys that can help you in, you know, 2023, 2024, 2025 to go into that next great era of Warriors basketball? Or uh do you look to retain Draymond? Do you just let his contract run out? What do you do with Draymond? Iggy's getting old. I think Iggy wants to come back though. Uh Livingston might retire, so that maybe free up like four million. Um Boogie probably obviously won't be there. Looney, I think at this point you want you may want to retain Looney. So but that puts you deeper into um luxury tax trying to um, retain um Kavon Looney. I mean look, I think he'll probably end up being I think if I'm not mistaken, he'll be a restricted free agent, I think. I think. I would have to look it up, but I think he might be a restricted free agent. Um uh, which if he is, I mean if and you know, some team comes in throws like forty to fifty million at him, which could very well happen. I think Kavon Looney has played his way into a very, very nice contract. Um I don't think the finals was the best representation of everything that um Kavon can bring, obviously because his fucking ribs are broke. Um so I don't think that's like the best representation of everything that um Kavon can bring. But regardless, I do think that Kavon served himself well and earned himself a contract, um this year with his play in the uh um uh playoffs but what do you do i mean look you know my colleague my homie you know tbj is saying the dynasty is over i'm not going that far you know it's it's not over yet i mean look the one thing you worry about guys returning from injury is like with clay i'm not worried about his offense like clay's not a high flyer i mean the play he got hurt on was pretty much a freak accident like he tried to dunk like how often do you see clay dunk he tried to dunk and just kind of just landed wrong i don't know if he was maybe to land like landing a certain way to compensate you know, the fact that his thigh is hurting, uh, where his uh, hamstring was strained, I don't know. But I really think it's just a freak accident, you know, um and he just landed wrong. But I have no doubts that he'll, I mean, like, he's a shooter. So I don't think an ACL really affects you too much when it comes to shooting. But what I do worry about is his defense. Uh, because also what made Clay such a dynamic player was the fact that he was also one of the better perimeter defenders in the um League. Now, look. I said he didn't already be on the um all defensive team. I still don't. I still think Harden should have got more votes, uh, this year than Clay Thompson did for the all defensive team because his defensive numbers were just better. But obviously Clay is one of the better perimeter defenders in the league. Like if I need to stop, I'll probably pick Clay over like a lot of people in the, um league. But so that's like that's the thing I worry about with him is like his defense. Same with KD. You know I don't, I don't doubt that you know he'll be able to uh, you know um return to scoring for him, you know, now he may not, you know, he, he may lose some of the um explosiveness, he may lose a step or two, you know, his speed may not be the same, but, you know, obviously seven feet with a how what seven six wingspan, he can still pretty much shoot over most people, you can still post him, he can still catch and shoot, he'll be fine. My thing with him also is defense, because also what made KD so dynamic was, was a lot of nights he's the best defender on the Warriors. Shout out Draymond, but a lot of nights, the best defender on that Warriors team is um Kevin Durant. So my thing is, Bob, it's time to GM. It's time to GM, Bob. You said you like years ahead, I wanna see it. What's your plan? What's your plan? You should they 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 should already be in the offices working on 2023. Already be in the offices right now, working on twenty twenty three. Because I want to know what they do next season. Do you tank next season? Like, do you see how it. But I don't think you want to tank because obviously it's your first year in the um, Chase Center. So I think you want to put out a winning competitive basketball team. Like, look, if you got Steph and Draymond out there and Looney, you'll get to the playoffs. Steph should be able. Steph and Draymond and whoever else you get to play with them. Obviously, you can't get top level guys because you just don't have the money to. But you can plug in some other uh, pieces. Um, I mean, they found um, Alphonso McKinney. You know, you can probably find some guys through the G League that, you know, fall through the cracks. That that should be able to get you to the playoffs. But my thing is, how are you going to set yourself up for that next great er- era of Warriors basketball? Obviously, everybody has to heal, you know, correctly, and uh, we pray that there's no complications. So, first of all, everybody has to heal. But how are you going to set yourself up for that next great era of Warriors basketball? Because, look, I mean... Clay 21 right now. I think his birthday is in February. So by the time he comes back from the ACL, he'll be uh, 30. I think by the time KD comes back from his uh, injury, he'll be 32. If I'm not mistaken, Steph is like 31 right now. Uh, I think Dre is heading towards his 30s, but we don't even know if Dre's going to be around for that next era of Warriors basketball. Um, but regardless, Steph, Dre, I mean Steph, Clay, and uh, KD, all about 30, 31, right? So, you assume with this era, um, you know, and this uh, the technology that's around that, you know, allows players to play longer, you assume that you got at least, at least, at minimum, two more runs left in you. So, how are you going to get to these other two runs? Like, okay, obviously, next year's a wash, right? The year coming back, I mean, KD will be coming back off the Achilles. Usually takes you another year to really get fully in swing. Same with Clay. I mean, like, yeah, he might come back next season, but it'll be late in the season. The the year after uh the 2021, the the 2020 2021 season, he'll just be working himself back into it um as well. But now you look at the 2022 2023 season, I think that that's the year that you target and you like, you know what, we can make another run in 2022 and 2023 as well as, you know, so from 2022 to 2024, we can make another run. So I think that, hey, look, like I said, Bob, if you say you like years ahead, you know, you talk the talk, okay, well, get to GMing. Get out there and play my GMO with the sliders on hard. With the sliders up. Go out there and play them. Go out there and play. You was talking big shit when you was up and you was front running. Let's see it. If you like years ahead, I want to see The ball in your court, Bob. You sent KD out there, got that man Achilles towing. I'm not gonna, you know, say anything about the clay thing because again, that was a freak accident. Like, you can't, the clay thing you really can't control, not granted. Maybe he landed a certain way because he didn't wanna, you know, put too much stress on like his hamstring. But still, that's a freak accident. Even, even when he fell, I didn't think he tore anything. I thought he like hyperextended something or like strained his knee, but I didn't think that he actually tore anything, uh, which sucks. Um Especially with everybody getting hurt so late in the season. It's like they got hurt so late in the season that it really doesn't even at all allow a chance for return next year. I mean, they'll probably be starting rehab when most players are, you know, uh, in the process of doing summer workouts trying to get better. So again, they won't even figure out what they can really, what their body still even allows them to do until the summer of, what is it, 20? Until the summer of twenty twenty one, neither one of those guys will, will like really find out what their body allows them to do. Still, neither one of them. So again, I think that you target twenty twenty two to twenty twenty four, and you like you know what we can make our run there. But again, I I I just think it'll be very very interesting to see um you know uh where the Warriors go from here. I don't think it's over with. I think they'll still be a very competitive team. Um, you know, I I I think they'll be a force to be reckoned with for a while. Uh, I think that. Um, Steph has learned some things from this finals, regardless. I think that this is the best finals he's played, like, and it's not even close um you know t b j was saying he choked. I don't think he choked. it just goes back to my theory of why I don't believe in building around smaller guards. I think that's the hardest way to success. if you look at the the, the last forty years, right um the only teams built around guards to win are the Pistons and the One Warriors ring. I only say the one Warriors ring because, again, my theory about building around a guard is this, right? If you build around a guard, you need another guy that's that's the go-to guy or the best player on that team, right? Because they can do more things in spite of. Like KD, he's seven feet, again, uh, seven feet, six, seven wingspan. If KD actually needs to go out and lead every team, in all statistical categories to win a series. Kevin Durant can probably go out there and do that. Just because of sheer size. Sheer size and and, and and the ability to impose his will on the game. On both sides of the ball. Because of how big he is. Steph just can't do that. Like you see down the stretch, He's worn down. Also. He uses screens to get open, right? He de- His size makes him depend a lot on his teammates, which is also why I think he's such a good teammate because he understands, I need these guys. He's not the best isolation player. He can't just shoot over people. Like KD can shoot, same with, same with Kawhi. I think his athletic limitations allow him to be such a great teammate because he physically just can't do everything in spite of. Again, when people was like, "Oh, well, why didn't Kawhi take the uh, shot over two people?" What well, people don't understand about Kawhi is Kawhi's vertical was like twenty eight inches. I think I think at max, it's, 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 it's between twenty eight and thirty one. Steph Curry just like in um comparison has a thirty five point five vertical leap, or at least that was that was his combine vertical. You know who else who has a thirty five point five? Blake Griffin. So Blake Griffin and Steph Curry actually have the same vertical leap. Kawhi has a 28. I think it, 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 was, it was either 28.8 or like 30 or something like that. Regardless, he doesn't jump that high. He's really not that athletic. So when Iggy and Clay came out to double him, both of them 6'7 and put their hands up, he really physically can't jump over them and fade and get that shot away. Mike had a 48 inch vertical. He can shoot that bitch over anybody because he jumping 48 inches in the fucking air. You can't contest it at a certain point. So again, I think that their athletic limit, I think his athletic limits, his. His stature, his size, and stature limitations allows him to be such a great teammate because he can't, he physically cannot do everything in spite of. If he's a dick to Looney and Looney decides I don't want to set screens today, that's gonna to severely affect Steph's performances. Which even last night, Looney's like like this this like this whole finals right. The, the reason why I think that Steph didn't shoot so great is because. It was very hard. Like, when they would use him, obviously they were trapping him during the boxing one when he had the ball. Then off ball is very hard for you to get open, which is why Boogie, I feel like Boogie's, Boogie's impact was mostly felt, I felt the physicality that he brought to the game and also his screening. He was probably by far their best screener I want to say um, 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 in these finals, not Looney. usually it would be Looney, but Looney has a fucking broken rib, I'm not really trying to set screens if my rib is broken, Like you gonna, I don't want people running into my chest when I have broke ribs, <laughs> you know, like that's not, that hurts, like every screen is bone crushing, that hurts, it hurts to set screens with broken ribs, so again, I'm not going to jump on stuff. I'm not going to say Steph choked, it just goes back to my theory, I don't believe in building around smaller guards. Players under 6'4". And if you do, that player under 6'4 cannot be the best player on your team or the go-to guy. Literally, in the past 40 years, three rings wound up like that. Three. 2015 Warriors uh, and the back-to-back Pistons. And a lot of people say the Pistons wasn't even playing basketball. They were just tackling people. So basically, what I'm telling you is that's an anomaly. When KD came, makes more sense. KD can physically impose his wheel on the game in any type of scenario. Again, if you need the man to go out there and lead you in every single statistical category, Kevin Durant can realistically do that. You cannot even call players with KD. You can throw KD the ball, walk to the other side of the court, and be like, hey, figure it out. I know you can do that because I saw it with my own two eyes. If you don't believe me, go back and watch the Clippers series. Kevin Durant's series against the Clippers is – one of the greatest offensive exhibitions I've ever seen in my life from one player. But regardless, you'll still have these guys. So they may not be what they were before, but they will still be very, very all-star level players. So now, the thing about it now is, how will you fill out the rest of the roster? By that time, Iggy would be gone. By that time, Livingston would be gone. Um, I'm assuming Draymond would be... I feel like Draymond might have played his way out of town with his performance in these finals. Like, yes, he basically ended up averaging a triple-double, but Dyke, I, like, I didn't notice his numbers... Didn't have the impact like when I like when I watched the game, I didn't know he had the numbers he had. Like he had like eight assists in the first quarter, like eight assists and eight rebounds. I had zero idea that he had eight assists and like eight rebounds. Right, he had I think eighteen and nineteen rebounds last night. I had no idea. Literally, I noticed the eight turnovers. I noticed those. I feel like Draymond's decision making might get him put out of town, eventually. I don't know if you want like Draymond said he don't want nothing less than the max. I don't know if I'm going to say if I'm really if I'm willing to offer him the max next season. I don't think I am. I think losing Draymond is going to be I think Draymond is going to be tough to replace. But I don't know if I'm willing to offer Draymond again a max contract. Especially after the like look, the Portland series was great, but you got to think Portland isn't really physically equipped to guard you. Also, you're going against uh, Canner, who had a separated shoulder, so he's not trying to bang like that. Nurk broke his leg, he wasn't there. And I've had Zach Collins and like Myers Lindner who did ball out in game four, but still, like, that's like you know, like that. That that the Portland series was just fool's gold, and even still, they were down 17 in three straight games in that Portland series. Portland supposed to win at least one or two of those games, so the Portland series was fool's gold. Like I said, if they fall down 17 against the Raptors or the Bucks, I can assure you they will not be making any comebacks. But again, Bob Myers, it's your time. The ball is in your court. I want to see what Bob Myers is going to do. As soon as that final buzzer sung and they shut down Oracle, I don't know where the Warriors office is. Bob Myers took his ass to the Warriors office and got to work. You say you light years ahead, right? Light years, right? Okay, prove it to us. What you thinking about? You should be thinking about 2023. Fuck next year. Fuck 2022. You should be thinking about well, not fuck 2022. You should be thinking about 20 the 20 the 2000 the 22 23 season. First of all, it's crazy. We're almost in 2020. Like that, that is wild. But anyway, you should be thinking about the 22 23 season right now. That's what you should be thinking about. That. Not even next year. Forget next year. You said you light years. That means you three, four, five, six steps, seven steps ahead of everybody. Okay, show it. GM, get to GM it. Get to GM it. You caught people by surprise. Well, actually, you you see what what health is what allowed this Warriors dynasty to start, right? Steph had ankle problems, so because he had ankle problems, he really wasn't able to play up to his worth. Also, because he had ankle problems, he probably took a con. He took the forty. I think it was forty four years, forty million dollars. He takes the four. He he takes the four for forty because I have ankle concerns. Like I'm not gonna pass up on. He honestly probably should have turned down the contract and just. Cause I think the year he signed it, I think he averaged like 22. I think he signed it before he averaged like 22. I think he signed it going into that year. He probably should have turned that down, and just played out the year. But once I have ankle concerns, and you know, I don't. I like I don't know what's gonna happen to my ankles. Like those were career threatening injuries. I'm taking this bag and we'll figure that out later. I'm I'm securing his forty million first. So he secures forty million, and then he breaks out and becomes the MVP on literally like he's getting he he got basically grossly he was the most underpaid player in the league throughout that whole uh, uh, period when he was on that contract. But that allows you to build it. That allows you to go out and get Iggy. That allows you to you know have a bullet on the roster. That allows you to pay Clay. Uh, you know seven like Clay got paid before Steph. That allows you to pay Clay seventy million dollars. Allows you to build a bench you have. You had Barbosa, uh, you had Livingston, or well, a younger Livingston. You had Spates. Uh, you had Azeez was on the team. Um, that allows you to go out there and build that because because the cap issues that you that most teams would usually run into, you didn't run into them because your best player was grossly underpaid. So basically, what allowed this whole thing to start was Steph being underpaid. Ain't nobody underpaid now. You gonna have three guys on maxes, like max maxes. Two of them with a supermax. KD and Steph got a super max. I think KD's coming back now. Uh I think that KD has never, again, I don't think KD has ever felt more of a warrior than he did when he toys Achilles. Um I, I I I think that, you know, even you know, his brothers, uh Iggy walking them back to the locker room, Steph leaving the bench to walk him back to the locker room. You know, I think that meant a lot to him. Like, you know, maybe he might. He might have an issue with Bob Myers. I don't know. You know, like I, I don't, I don't know how close he is with management. Um, but I think that the bond that that you know he has with those guys that he's out there with every night. Um, I think that that'll bring him back, especially after injury. You know, I, especially with Clay going down, they probably feel like yo, we let one get away, and we wanna, you know, we 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 wanna come back strong and try to get and you know try to get two more, three more. You know, so. Again, what allowed this whole thing to start is the fact that Steph wasn't healthy and you didn't have to pay him the way that you had, the the way that usually you would have to pay a player, you know. So, like, if he doesn't get hurt and then you got to give him a max off, you know, uh, 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 off the rookie deal, you probably don't have the money. To you know, go get a Barbosa, or maybe you can't pay Iggy um, as you know as um much money. Maybe you can't bring in an Iggy. Maybe you can't bring in these key guys that that allowed you to get to where you got to. Um, but again, now you got three people on maxes. You gonna have three. You gonna have Clay on his max. You already got stuff. Stuff already on the um super max, and you got KD. And I think Draymond still gets eighty four million dollars. I don't even I don't even wanna do the math, but I feel like that's about. Two hundred million dollars in cap, right, right there, just between those four, right, and then you got to fill out the rest of the roster. So again, this is not about it's not about the Warriors. You know, heart of a champion, they all fought. You know, uh, they, they, you know, sometimes attrition just catches up to you, but catches up to you. But we don't remember that. All we remember is who won. In fifty years, we not gonna know. You know, that Looney was hurt and that had an effect, that, you know, Clay went down. You know, we're not going to remember that. All we going to remember is the Raptors won, and the Raptors are NBA champions. Shout out the Raptors. But again, this is on Bob Myers. Bob Myers, what you going to do? Let's see it, Bob. You said you like years ahead. Let's see it. You better be in that office right the fuck now. Working. Working. Literally. As soon as that motherfucking buzzer sounded, you should have took your ass to the goddamn Warriors offices. Immediately and got to work on 2022 2023. I think that's your next window. That's your next window. We we look, man, we are we are heading for a new era in the um NBA. It is gonna be very interesting to watch. Are the Warriors still gonna be able to dominate it? Or do you just come back to the pack and it's like, yo, you're still a really good team, but you don't really have any real chance to contend? So we're gonna see. What you gonna do, Bob? Bob, what you gonna do? Get the man some help. Get the man some help. It's on you now. They done been very, very good to you. You done got very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. But it's on you now. Get the man some help. Get him some help. So yeah, man. Past daily hot takes. Highlight y'all later.